Good morning, it's Tuesday, July 2nd, 2013, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page today. Egypt military gives ultimatum to Morsi, whose allies see a coup. Loan practices of China's banks are raising concern, and GOP groups offering cover on immigrants. In today's national headlines, elite firefighters lost in a deadly tinderbox. Also, files show Dolan sought to protect church assets. In today's business headlines, the Dow was up 65 yesterday, the Nasdaq was up 31 and a quarter. Zynga hires Xbox boss to start a turnaround. Tribune in $2.7 billion deal for local TV stations. And first name in the first fund for bitcoins, Winklevoss. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, too, a roundup from the sports page and New York Times columnist David Brooks. Now from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is written from Cairo. Egypt military gives ultimatum to Morsi, whose allies see a coup. Egypt entered a perilous 48 hours on Monday when the military delivered an ultimatum to the country's first democratically elected president. Hundreds of thousands of protesters renewed calls to oust him, and the president's Islamist allies vowed to take to the streets to stop what they called a military coup. In a military communique that echoed the announcement toppling former President Hosni Mubarak two years ago, the Supreme Council of the Armed Forces demanded Monday that President Mohamed Morsi satisfy the public's demands within two days, or else the generals would impose their own roadmap out of crisis. It was not clear what the military meant when it said Morsi must satisfy the public's demands, what it might do if that vague standard was not met, and who would be able to unite this badly fractured nation. The generals did, however, open a new confrontation with Morsi's allies in the Muslim Brotherhood. The Brotherhood members rallied in half a dozen cities to denounce the threat of a military takeover a reminder that the group remains a potent force unwilling to give up the power it has waited 80 years to wield. We understand it as a military coup, one advisor to Morsi said, speaking on condition of anonymity, what form that will take remains to be seen. Morsi and the military's top officer, General Abdul Fattah al-Sisi, entered a delicate negotiation Monday, one fraught with risks for both men and for the nation. Racked with fuel shortages, dwindling hard currency reserves, and worries about its wheat supplies, Egypt urgently needs a government stable enough to manage difficult and disruptive economic reforms. In a sternly worded statement issued after 1 a.m. Tuesday, Morsi's office said it was continuing with its previous plans for dialogue and reconciliation with its opponents. President Obama called Morsi late Monday night, Morsi aide said. They described Obama's message as a confirmation that the White House was continuing to deal with Morsi as Egypt's elected president. The generals, for their part, have shown little enthusiasm for returning to politics. But as the protest against Morsi grew larger than those that pushed out Mubarak, it became clear that Morsi had lost the support of much of the population. And in public squares that just a year ago echoed with chants demanding an end to military rule, cheers rose up again Monday welcoming the general's help in pressuring Morsi.